Alrighty, let's get into the ranking of the franchise now, shall we? At, it's funny, actually, before I start, I had, I was watching a couple of, a couple of the movies earlier today, and I rewatched part two. And I haven't liked that film for a long time, but I actually did like it, too. It's actually higher now on my list than it was prior to today. So I had to move it up, and I did a couple spots. So, in last place, number 12 is Friday the 13th, part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, a.k.a. Jason Jason Takes a Long, Boring Ass, Bloodless Ass, Boat Ride to Vancouver, British Columbia, Frank Canada. Uh, it's going to be so boring. Spend over an hour on this boat. The last, like, ten minutes of the, of the, of the movie actually take place in New York. Most of it's in Canada, like, back streets and all that crap. There's only, like, ten, like, there was about, like, ten minutes that's actually in New York. Oh, uh, the movie's so boring. It, the kills are terrible. It's just not a good movie. It's really, I, it's, it's hard for me to watch it. It's one of the worst slashers ever. It's really, really boring. Number 11 is Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, the only reason why this movie is not in last place is because it's at least entertaining, unlike Part 8 for for me. Um, even though the kills are great in both the theatrical and unrated versions of this movie, this is not a Friday the 13th movie. This is a weird-ass shit body horror gore fest that's amazing if you watch it like that that makes zero sense uh jason is a slug for the in this continuity for some stupid reason um and he this slug goes from body to body and kills people so it's kind of afraid of that 13th movie without jason Voorhees really because he's barely in it and when he is in it jason Voorhees looks like a puffy greasy um Pussball marshmallow thing. I it, it looks disgusting. I don't like the look of Jason, as you know from my ranking on his birthday a few months back. Yeah, yeah. This movie is just it's all over the place. It's the gore is awesome, but everything else in this movie is just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that's pretty much the just for this movie. Um, number ten is part five, a new beginning. The movie happens because of a goddamn chocolate bar. Unlike in the original, how a mother is getting revenge for her son's death, this movie happens because of a freaking chocolate bar. Um, uh, the kills are fine. I hate the killer, the reveal of the killer. To be honest, I didn't even know who the killer was when I first saw this film. This 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 was the only one I hadn't seen that 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 I hadn't seen for a long time. I didn't even know who the killer who the killer was. At at the end when it's when it's revealed, it's not it's not Jason Voorhees by the way. It's somebody else. Uh, it's Roy Burns the 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 what of what are they called the not in pharmacist. Oh my God, the e the EMT. Why do I think pharmacist? The EMT guy from the beginning of the film. It's him. I didn't even know it was him the first time I saw the film. It's just... The movie's all over the place. The weirdest Tommy Jarvis performance by John Shepard. He's fine. It's just Tommy Jarvis 
Okay, whatever. Um, it's just not a good movie. Number nine is Jason X. Uh, is this movie bad? Yes. Is it good? No. Um, is it to early 2000s cheesy terribleness? But great. Same time? Yes, absolutely. The gore is amazing. The thing, this movie, it knows it's really bad. And it's, it's a, that's a good thing. It knows it's bad. Uh, because it is. <laughs> it's a fun movie. I can watch it. But still, it's the bottom of this list. It's bad. Now, from eight up are movies that I like. I like eight of these movies. These bottom four. Eh. Really, really every... I can really watch any movie in this franchise except for my bottom two. Part eight, Android, and Jason Goes to Hell. I can watch part five. I can watch Jason X. But really, eight to one are movies that I can say that I like. And at number eight, my first change is part seven, The New Blood. I like this movie. Um, the kills are really the thing that really holds this movie back. This was really the first time that the MPAA really, really hacked down the kills. They had hacked it down a little bit in part six, but this movie really got the, was the first time in the franchise where the franchise was really, or when the MPAA really cracked down on the franchise. The kills in this movie alone, the, the, go into YouTube, type in Friday the 13th part seven uncut kills. Those kills were in the movie. This could be a top five movie for me personally. The kills were that good. It's awesome. It's awesome. But most of the characters are kind of bad. I like Tina. I like I like the guy that she becomes in a that she has a relationship with and I believe the character's name's Nick. Her mother's good. The doctor, her doctor's terrible. Most of the characters in this movie suck, and there's no kills. But it, I find it entertaining, though. It's a little slow for me at points, and there being nothing in the kills, I'm just like, ah, eh. You watch this movie. This is also Kane Hodder's first film as Jason Voorhees. So there we go. This is his highest movie. Here, the rest of his films I've talked about: Jason X, Jason Goes to Hell, and Jason Takes Manhattan, and the new are in the new blood. He's in very bad films. Let's just say that. For the most part, like I said, I like part seven. No, and at number seven we have the original from 1980, uh, a fun, gory slasher film that spawned a huge franchise. My favorite horror franchise. That has nothing to do with Jason Voorhees. Yeah, well, it does, but it doesn't. Jason is not in this film until the very end, technically. M Mrs. Voorhees is the killer in this film, if you didn't know that. My brother didn't know that, which I thought was funny. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Voorhees is the killer in this film. Uh, not Jason. J Jason's in the next film. We'll talk about that next film in a second here. I like this movie still. The kills are great. The characters are fine. A little, it's really slow, but I like the film. Classic film that started this franchise. Number seven. 
Number six is part two. This is the biggest went up in on this list. 24 hours ago, you could have told me, hey, uh, you're going to flip on part two. Yeah, I watched part two earlier today. I'm recording this on the 13th. Not putting it out until tomorrow on the 14th, but that's fine with me. Totally fine with that. I'm at least recording it on the day. That's fine with me. Watched part two earlier today and not going to lie, kind of liked it a lot. Um, had fun with it. Um, still don't like uh, Sackhead, Stumbly Jason, but I like the characters a lot more. Kills were pretty good for the most part. And Jenny's one of the best final girls, like I've always said. Jenny is one of the best, if not the best, final girl, objectively, of this franchise, that you could say. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with this film this time around. I don't know why. Maybe because I was just in the mood for an old school slasher because it's Friday the 13th and I'm watching a Friday the 13th movie. I don't know. I don't know. But I really like part two a lot. So it gets my number six. Watch it go down in like two months. Like I'm like, oh, this movie's boring again. It's going to go way down there again. It'll be hilarious. Number five is Freddy vs. Jason. Never understood the hate this movie gets. It's over the top insaneness, bloody, gory insaneness, um, have a lot of fun with this movie, always have, uh, I get the Ken Tierzinger hate, I guess, uh, as Jason, because this is the, this is the first movie after Jason X, and people were like, why isn't Kane hotter, Jason, um, for what they wanted, for what New Line Cinema wanted, Ken did a pretty good job. They wanted a bigger, taller, bigger Jason, taller Jason. And they got it with Ken Kierzinger. He's a little stiff, but overall, this movie's a lot of fun. Robert Englund in his last performance, good performance, I should say, as Freddy Krueger. Uh, his last theatrical performance, also. Fantastic. He's might he steals this movie for the most part. Um, yeah, this movie's just a lot of fun. Really gory, really violent. Love it. The end of fight is mwah! Love Freddy vs. Jason. Always have. Always will. Number four is part three, three D. Never understood the hate for this film. I can understand when people say, Oh, it's so bad it's good. I still kinda don't get it. But whatever. I always loved this film. I have always loved this film. I think, who know, Richard Brooker's Jason is my second favorite Jason. He is fantastic as Jason. I love this movie. Always have. Chris is one of the best final girls in this franchise. Totally underrated. Great movie. We'll always love it. Here we go. Number three. 2009 reboot slash remake, whatever you want to call it. I got like 30 things I have problems with with, with, this, with this film. The opening makes no sense. The end, the very ending of the film, like the last scene. And the way Jason looks when he doesn't have his mask on. It's pretty much it. Yeah. 
I think this is one of the best slasher remakes ever. Really good movie. I think if people really just put their... If they're like, oh, it's a reboot, it's a remake, they have to do some, some, something different, they would like it more. Derek Mears is a badass Jason. The beginning of this movie, the opening 20 minutes, the pre-title stuff in this movie is, I mean... incredible the rest of the movie though is awesome but yeah i i kind of love it my number three number two is part six jason lives after part five didn't really land with fans uh kind of like halloween three didn't land with fans it landed with me but halloween three not friday five but anyway Back to Friday the 13th. Back to the better Flash franchise. <laughs> After Friday 5 didn't land its fans and they were like, huh? They knew. Paramount was like, we're, was like yeah, we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna bring Jason back next year. And they did. So they made Jason Lives Friday the 13th Part 6. Uh, when you get to a Part 6 in a horror franchise and your killer is returning... It's usually not a good sign, but this movie is so much fun. It's more horror comedy leaning. It's more goofy. Alice Cooper songs. Young Frankenstein and Man Behind the Mask. He's back. Love this movie. CJ Graham, one of the best Jasons. Just an awesome movie. I will always love this film. So much fun. The beginning, though, of the MPAA starting to crack down on the violence and gore in this in this in this franchise. But for me, it has enough in there that I can like it a lot because I really, really I love Part Six. It's so much fun, and Part Six would be my favorite, if not for Part Four, the final chapter. Yes, sir, Bob. Part Four, the final chapter is pretty much a remake of the first three films. Uh, just kind of wrapped into one movie. <laughs> and it's the best of the franchise. Uh, Ted Weiss, my favorite Jason. Uh, Trish might be my favorite final final girl. Uh, Corfilm might be my favorite Tommy Jarvis. I don't, I, I don't know, though. Tom Matthews is great as, as Tommy in part six. But yeah, the kills... Everything about this movie, the performance by Ted White, is is just, it's not the best slasher film of all time, but I think it's my favorite. I, I really do. I love this movie. It is one of, probably one of my favorite films of all time, to be honest, to be completely honest with you guys. I will watch this. I can watch this film at any time. I just, it's it's so good. It, it's just it's just it, it's so good. It's so just everything you want in a Friday the Thirteenth. Everything I want in a Friday the Thirteenth. I get it here. The kills. 
The characters are great. They're so much fun. The Jason is the best. It's so good. I love this movie. And that's why it's my why it's my number one. And yeah, it's called Part for the Final Track because Paramount was going to end it, but then they didn't. They made a Part Five, Six, Seven, Eight, and they gave it to New Line Cinema, and they made movies. Oh Lord, I have to think about those movies at the bottom of the list again. <sighs> so anyway, that's my list of the ranking of the Friday the 13th franchise on Friday the 13th, at least recorded on Friday the 13th. That's all I got for you guys today. Talk to you later. Bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of the Chase Begindrew podcast. My Friday the 13th conclusion, sadly, was not posted on Friday, Friday the 13th, but Saturday the 14th, uh, sorry, I couldn't do it, but couldn't put a time on this on this on Friday the thirteenth to actually put it out. But that's okay. It's I'm getting it out. So let's get to part two, technically part three, of my four part series here. My top thirteen kills of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Alrighty, let's get to it. At number thirteen, by the way, spoilers, obviously. Number 13, we have Mrs. Voorhees from the 1980 original film. Yes, she comes in at number 13. Uh, it's a cool kill. It's a very over-the-top, overly dramatic fight. But both Adrian King and Betsy Palmer sell it pretty well for, move for a cheap horror slasher film made in 1980. They sell it pretty good. And it's an iconic kill. Getting her head sliced off with a machete. Betsy Betsy Palmer's iconic look on her face of, oh no. Head coming off. It's great. Love it. Number 13. Number 12 is Officer Josh from Jason Goes to Hell. He's possessed by Jason. Yes. I'll talk about it when I rank the films in the next episode. Jason's Jason's soul leaves the guy's body, and um, the dude like melts and sticks to the floor, and it's pretty awesome. If you like gore in movies, you're gonna love this kill. It's 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 pretty great. <laughs> amazing um if you're all if you're a gorehound like i am just watching the dude's jaw come off and stick to the floor is absolutely incredible i love it so much it's great number 11 is andy from part three the handstand guy is doing the handstand jason hits him with what's in the machete Act, whichever one, whichever one it was, the kill itself is a typical Friday the Thirteenth Jason kill. It's the aftermath is why this kill is so good. His girlfriend is 
sitting on, on a hammock reading a Fangoria magazine about Godzilla and Thompson reading them, them, both of them. It's amazing. It's great. It's awesome. Love it. Tom Savini and Godzilla articles in Fangoria. I approve. Blood drips down onto the magazine. She's like, what the hell? She looks up and the beam across the ceiling of the room. You see his body all twisted up and mangled and just... Oh, it's so cool. Love that kill so much. So good. I love it. <laughs> Um, number 10 is Trey, uh, from, uh, from Freddy vs. Jason. Um, the asshole boyfriend, uh, first killed the movie, I believe, Freddy vs. Jason. The asshole boyfriend pops a beer after having sex with his girlfriend. The girlfriend goes, get in the shower, Jason... He, or the guy turns over, Jason's right there, he looks up, Jason there, he just, Jason just 50,000, 20 billion times just hits the dude with the machete, just stabs him through, you see all the guts, the blood coming through the bottom of the bed, it's incredible, and then Jason just like folds him in half, like the bed, it's the coolest thing, it, it, it's it's such a nice kill. It's so good. <laughs> Jason has the best kills of of the three slasher villains, in my opinion. That's why he's that's one of the reasons why he's he's my favorite. And that kill, <laughs> so good. Uh, number nine is the wheelchair kill from part two on Mark, the guy in the wheelchair. Hits him in the face with the machete, pushes him down a flight of stairs that's never ending. It's awesome. It's so mean. He hits the dude with a machete. And then, like, kicks him down. He just rolls down down the steps to the cabin, to the porch of the cabin. And then he just, just goes down these flights with this never-ending, seemingly never-ending flight of st other stairs. It's awesome. So mean. It's so awesome. I love it. Number eight is a kill I didn't want to put on this list, but I had to because it is really cool. The Jason X liquid nitrogen face smash kill on Adrian, the hot blonde chick, beginning issue of that movie. Yeah, Jason puts her face in liquid nitrogen because Jason has set in, in, in the future. Puts her face in this liquid nitrogen crap, face is all frozen, slams her head, her face down. Shatters everywhere. She was already dead when she got hit with the, or when she got put into the, her face got put into the, the liquid nitrogen, but just smashing that thing. You can't see me, but I'm, I'm thumbing, I'm thumbsing up because it's badass. It's great. Number seven is Chewy from the 2009 reboot. Gets a screwdriver or a spiker, whatever it is, in his throat. You just see the blood coming down, and Jason's looking all angry on me and just shoving it in slowly and slowly, and, and it's just like, oh, such a great kill. So mean, so violent, so bloody, so great. Love it.
Love it, love it, love it. Number six is the Jimmy Kill from part four of the corkscrew. Machete, machete, and machete to the face. The Crispin Glover kill. Yes, Crispin Glover is in one of the Friday the 13th movies. And he gets killed pretty awesomely. Gets a corkscrew in the hand. Ted, where's a corkscrew? Hey, Ted. Corkscrew in the hand. Machete to the face. Twitch, twitching amazingness. Love it. Great kill. I, it's uh, such a good kill. It's so good. Number five is Jack from the 1980 original Friday the 13th. The Kevin Bacon kill had to be in here somewhere. It's an iconic kill on on a legendary iconic actor. Uh, gets an arrow through the chest. Uh, it's famous that um, when Tom Savini's, uh the makeup effects guy, when his assistant uh, was blowing through the tube to get the blood to pump through, he blew too hard. But was spurting out. So when you when you see the unrated version of the movie, you see the extended sequence where the blood pops and it gets all over the like Kevin Bacon's chin and like right below his lips. Awesome! It's badass. Great! It works totally. Awesome kill. Gory. Love love it so so much. Great kill. Number four is from part six: the Sheriff Garris kill. Similar to the Trey kill, my my number 10 kill, except this one, he literally folds him in half by himself. Yeah, Jason takes the sheriff and literally folds the guy on the ground already and just, like, bends the rest of his, the top part of his body backwards, and it's awesome. Not a lot of blood, not a lot of gore, but still, awesome, iconic kill from the franchise. Love it. Number Three and number two were very, very close, but I put my number three in this spot. My number three... Uh, do I want to change it? No, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll keep it at three. My number three is Debbie from Jason Goes to Hell. Gets the sign or spike through the chest. Her and her boyfriend are having sex in the tent. It just splits her in half, basically. Like, 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 it's like, like, in her, like, it's like, it gets, like, stabbed through, through the stomach, and then she just gets, and then this spike or whatever it is, just the post, just, just pulled up, and it's, oh, it's, the, the, the unrated cut of Jason Goes to Hell has better gore, better death sequences, and this one is one of the sequences that gets, not improved, but is just the the theatrical version is really cool. The unrated version of the kill is so much better. It's awesome. It's awesome. What a great kill. So mean. So violent. So awesome. Number two is Axel from part four. I believe the first kill in that movie as well. Um... Such a badass kill. You're waiting for Jason to wake up. After the events of the third film, you're waiting for him to wake up and kill this asshole, perverted, dickknob coroner guy. And when he does, takes the dude's head, takes a hacksaw, saws the guy's head like three-fourths of the way off or something like that, and then just spins the head backwards. It is 
brutal, it is bloody, it is nasty, it is mean, and it's showing you that Jason is still alive, and he's back, and that Tom Sabrini, who returned to the franchise at that point in time, because he did the butt effects, or because he did the effects for the first first movie and, and the fourth film. And yeah, you could tell that he was back at that kill. It's a great kill. It's mean. It's bloody. It's fantastic. But my number one is the man himself, Jason Voorhees, also from part four, the final chapter. It's it's awesome. Tommy Jarvis, young Tommy Jarvis, played by Corey Feldman in part four, in the beginning of part five, I should say. By the way, I didn't I didn't include any Roy kills in this because that's Roy, not Jason. But whatever. Um, young Tommy Jarvis, played by Corey Feldman, shaves his head to make himself look like child Jason to confuse Jason. Jason goes after him and his sister. Trish knocks his mask off, knocks Jason to the ground. Tommy takes the machete, whacks Jason in the left side of his face, and Jason dies and gets the and slides down the machete. It's awesome. The animatronic head still to this day. All the way back in 1984, it looks perfection. It looks fantastic. It's great. Tommy goes over and hugs his sister. Realizes that Jason's not still not dead. He sees his finger move. Takes that machete, picks that machete up, and starts wailing on him again. That kill is so... Every time I watch Far 4, which is a lot. I it's such a good kill. Just watching him slide down the the machete, the 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 head, just slide down. It's so good. Oh, I love that. I love that kill. It is my favorite kill of the franchise. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's my top thirteen kills of the Friday the Thirteenth franchise from Jason Voorhees himself. Ladies and gentlemen, or from a couple victims or heroes, I guess. So anyway, that's that. Talk to you guys in my next video or my next podcast. Ranking the franchise. Let's do it, shall we? Let's do it.